Yo, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, it's your boy Big Moose Thomas, and we back with the Big Moose Thomas podcast, man. Welcome, 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 everybody. There we go, there we go, there we go, okay. Uh, you know, back at it again with the white vans, man. Uh, we got special guests in the building today. Uh, give it up again for OG Thomas. Hey, hey, good evening, everybody. There we go, there we go, there we go. Alrighty, alrighty, Dan. So we gave our little takes of yesterday, man. But what are we talking about today? Well, I wanted to kind of do more of a deep dive or a deeper dive into uh, exactly what we feel is plaguing the uh, football team um, that's causing them to be, you know, so unproductive on offense. Because I think that the defense, um, even though they haven't played necessarily up to the expectations, they haven't been as bad as a lot of people, you know, would like to say that they are. Uh, you know, I think that they they have too many plays on the field, and the longer you have a defense on the field, you know, the more they get figured out. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if that they've had, you know, a string of 40 and 50 burgers popped on them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only happened once, and to be honest with you, that can happen to anybody and you know, at at any time of the season, you know, sometimes teams just just get caught. But I think it's much more so the offense. I got you. Um, yeah, this offense is abysmal, man. Um, we're looking here. We are currently with thirty first in red zone productivity at forty five point four five, and that's bound to go down to thirty two with the Giants playing tonight. Um, I don't know why. Just Daniel Jones that seems to play really big on big stages. Don't understand why, but he does it. Uh, so, so with seeing that, um, well, tonight he hasn't done so yet. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Put up a pick as we watch it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, eh, eh, it is what it is. Um, you know, don't wish them success at all. But <laughs> yeah, so being thirty first, it's very hard because I'm looking at it. We scored seventeen touchdowns so far this season. Seventeen, and our opponents have scored twenty seven on us. So we've been outscored now by 60 points? Yeah, so that's a touchdown every game because it's been eight, it's been eight games so far this season. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, 60 or 70. I, I yeah, so, so, so that's a, you know, that's that's a touchdown. So that means that these aren't uh, necessarily very close games, um, which can be of concern. You know, as a matter of fact, I was digging up some stuff. I was taking a look at um, Heineke's stats, and this year he's only – He's only broken the hundred QB rating twice, and um, there's never there's only been one game where he's tripled his touchdown to interception ratio, and that was in a game against the Falcons. So uh-huh. once again, that's the Falcons, and he had three touchdowns and no ints. Yeah, it was actually a really good game. That was our last win, uh, actually, and uh, don't forget that game went down to the wire, and that was a really good game um, for him. He had uh. I really think he had like 50 or 60 on the ground that day, too. Just just balled out to get that win with that J.D. McKissick catch at the end. Um, but, yeah, but even with that, he still didn't break 300 yards. The only time he broke 300 yards uh, in passing this season was against, you guessed it, my New York Giants. So when you have that low of a uh, production number, that means that your field position – matters a lot more and if you can't overcome field position it's going to make it very difficult um to win in a lot of places and it makes it impossible to win 
um, in the playoffs if you ever get there. Uh, yeah, we p- playoffs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah, not looking towards playoffs right now. But um, yeah, it's just it's just hard to watch right right now, especially like we said with that red zone offense and um, it really like there's no. There's no faith when it gets to the red zone. Like I said, now we are actually under 50% in the red zone. You know how bad that is? Yes. That means that every time you go to the red zone, it's not even a 50-50 chance that you're going to get points. Yeah. And remember, we're talking points, uh-huh. not touchdowns, but points. Correct. I mean, on top of that, like, we saw what happened with Chris Blewett with those two. It's just, it's just a really bad turnout right now for this, and I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get better now. I do understand that does – Start with quarterback play, and again, this is the never-ending search for QBX within Ashburn, and we're gonna address that in a later episode. Um, as the college football season comes to a close, we'll start looking at uh, QBX for the Washington football team, um, and also you know see what's around the league. Uh, but it's looking like Rivera's approach to this season, which was, excuse me, um, uh, uh, his approach this season was, hey, build that defense up, have a couple of. Uh, options on offense, and then it's plugging uh, a seasoned vet, and it should do the trick. Yeah, that's not working. That's that yeah, plan you, has failed. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, because having a game manager only works when you have either a very dominant um, defense or you have a very opportunistic and productive special teams. And when you literally kick the ball into the arm of a average height defensive lineman twice. Shout out to Chris Blewett. Yep. Yeah, proper name. Um, and when, when, when that happens, you, you can't blame that on anybody else. And I know a lot of people, you know, like to say, well, you know what, well, a quarterback shouldn't have necessarily left it in their hands. It should have gotten first downs. But that's just not the NFL. Um, your kickers need to kick. Your quarterbacks need to pass. Your receivers need to get open and catch. And, and, it's, not as if the, and it's not as if you can't win games in the NFL kicking five field goals. Uh, correct. Actually, statistically, this is going on. Uh, going on record is one of the worst season for kickers. Uh, within the NFL, it's really bad right now. <laughs> um, um, uh, that's one of those things that got devalued, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna get revalued pretty soon. Um, is the place kicker. Um, I'm on. I'm on board. Yo, bring back Seabass, man. Like, drag him out of whatever bar he's in. Strap on four million, and just be like, yo, man, just, just go. Four, right. four million. You ain't even gonna need that. <laughs> Trust me, you pay him league minimum because I guarantee he's divorced now and he needs the money. There you go, league minimum and a Bud Light subscription. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, 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 excuse me, an Uber to and from games. Yeah, and maybe Done with the Dewey. Yeah. Uh, and maybe and maybe OnlyFans subscription. There you go. Of your choosing, I give you five stars. Uh you can choose any one of them. Uh but yeah, like it's just it's it's just so hard right now. Uh, I, also, for people who don't know. Um, the top 25 scorers of all time within the NFL. Um, out of the top 25, guess how many are kickers? Most, most probably. Oh, all of them kickers. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, 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 a good place kicker is gonna take you far. And how many minute. kickers are in the hall? I think it's only Ray Guy, right? Uh, I'm not sure. We gotta, we gotta run that back. I know, I, I know, Vinatieri going. Um, yeah. yeah, he's just not, he's just not retired long enough. But, but back to what you were saying. Even though this is a historically bad year. When you look at what Blewett did yesterday, um, I think that that was irrespective of whatever you have. Because like I was saying, it's not as if this guy got penetration. Um, it's, it's, it's not as if he particularly timed it well. 
uh, the and it's not as if he had you know great vertical. It, they were they were both low kicks. Yeah, they were. Um, the way he kicked the ball, it was like he was practicing. Which is like, hey, bro, like, I thought it wasn't even practicing. Uh, he kicked the ball just like I hate to say, it, he kicked the ball like a UPS employee would kick the ball, and that's what Chris Blue was before this. Uh, like he kicked on like somebody who was just trying to be like, hey, man, let me see if I can do this. Like it wasn't an NFL kick, and and again, I know why we got rid of Dustin Hopkins. I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad at is that you had no thought for what was going to happen afterwards. Yeah, in other words, they weren't looking to get another kicker. They were just looking to get rid of the one they had. Correct, which is stupid. And again, this is why I'm like, hey, this team is bad. Like, you can't get your kicker right, man. Like, we can't get our kicker right. Well, well, I'm yes, yeah. And it's beyond getting the kicker right. It, it appears that you got him wrong. Because once again, like I said, I mean to harp on it, but there's really no mitigating the badness of it. Um, the snaps were good. The places were good. You know, placement of the ball was good. Uh, the holds were good. Um, the the line held up good. So everything was there except the foot. And there's just no way um, to replace that. You know, because, you, you know, you know my philosophy about a game. You know, give me a good offensive line. If I can have any one one dominant thing, I would want to have a good line, a good offensive line, because a good offensive line makes a mediocre running back a thousand yard running back. Um, a good offensive line makes a mediocre uh, quarterback, you know, a hundred quarterback rating average uh, for, for the year. You give me a true, you know, you give me a good offensive line, you know, um, my tight end is going to win whatever fantasy team he's on. Mm-hmm. You know, so 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 you you have a lot of that, and to be honest with you, I don't think that their line is particularly uh, bad. I'm not saying that they're the best, but it's it's not that they're necessarily that bad. But I don't think that they're using it right. I, I still think that that uh, they should run a bit more misdirection plays. I think Heineke should roll out of the pocket more. He did very well when he was rolling out of the pocket, and it's not as if I've seen him roll out the pocket and he just figured him out, you know, how, how they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it just seems as if they're really telling him, you know, stay in the pocket and throw out of there, and that's just the worst way to operate against the current um, NFL defense because they're so speed and cue-oriented that when you have the quarterback inside of the pocket, they'll know when the receivers are going to make that break. They'll know how to look at the quarterback. And um, also Heineke has yet to learn very effectively how to look off receivers. And that's not um, that easy a skill because, as we see, there's so many um, NFL quarterbacks who like to look their receivers, you know, all the way down. You know, I think the, you know, um, the, the only two or three that do it well, in my opinion, is Brady, um, Rodgers, and, um, and, and, and sometimes, whew, food coma, sometimes uh, Josh Allen. Uh, can do that well, and but Josh Allen only does that well a few times because even Big Ben doesn't look off receivers that well. He pump fakes well. You know what you're getting back to that it sounds like what? coaching. And yeah, you know, out of the top five teams right now in the NFL, we're talking about um, talking about the Titans. Uh, we're talking about the uh, Cardinals. Uh, we're talking about the Packers. Um, we talking about Seattle. Uh, we talking about the Bucks. 
when I name all these teams, three, excuse me, three out of those top five teams have coaches under the age of 45. The rest of those two teams have coaches that are willing to adapt and get players not for what they can do, but get a player for what they can do for them. Yes. And, and you know, that's, that's long been my thing. I've always had a tremendous amount of disdain for coaches and their systems. Um, I think that a good coach, I think that an effective coach makes the most out of the capacity of the players that um, he, that he has. And when he's looking for players, um, he's, he looks for players to fulfill a certain role that would make the team win, not necessarily the role that he would want to make his system uh, do. Like, like, for example, Bruce Arians last year, you know, we said when he got rid of uh, Winston uh, at the beginning of the season, you know, before the season, before last year's season, he said, you know, we can win with a different quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so he was just looking for a, a different quarterback with, this, with a certain talent level. And, of course, you know, but, but, of course, I'm just saying that, you know, Brady's Brady. You know, I've, you know, it took me a long time to become appreciative of Brady's skills, but, but I do now, and, and, and Brady's Brady. But, but even without that, if he had um, any other decent quarterback, he would still be um, a winner because it's not like it's not like Brady, you know, is Lamar Jackson. You know, he reminds me of uh, this quarterback from before you were born, in Vinny Testaverde. Um, one of the jokes that they used to make about him was that he runs like he's in a foot of water, and that's the same exact way Brady runs. Uh, I mean, Brady ran like what he is. He ran like a forty-year-old man. Oh, uh, oh but, but but he ran, but he ran that way when he was a twenty-one-year-old man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> and and Heineke's far more mobile um, than than that, and he's far faster too. And uh, Heineke's a top five athletic quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah. And, and and I don't know why they don't necessarily use that. And, of course, I'm not saying that he should go in and then put his head down front like how, you know, some other quarterbacks do so that he can get smacked in the helmet. But but I think that, that it would be great just to, um, if he doesn't see it, have him go. And, you know, run – you know, he's already rolling one way. If he could run to the sideline, get four on the way out of bounds, um, I think that that's better, you know, because then you'll end up with a second and six instead of a second and ten. Correct. Correct. I mean, uh, I think the big thing is that um, those that injury history is really preventing him from running more. Um, I do think that Rivera and um, and Sean had a conversation with him. It was like, hey, look, uh, you just can't run around like that. And I guess that's what it is. I mean, it's not a good look. Like, but that's um, what was really, that's that's what was making him effective. You, you, you know, that that's what was making him the good luck charm, and. You know, and in football, you can't play to not get hurt. You know, that's one of the that's one of the best ways um, to be ineffective. And trust me, I'm not saying that you should go out there and just be just be reckless. But at a certain point, you just you know you just have to uh, tuck it and run, or at least have the defenses wonder what you're going to do. Yeah, um, it's not it's not good. I mean, like like I said, like. All this is coming back to coaching, and I'm just so – I'm looking at all the coaching that we left. So, for y'all who don't know, the Washington football team talent tree is mad, is mad deep. Like, we keep getting people that are just some excellent people, and then we just let them go. Um, Three of the 
three of the new coaches in the league all came from Washington. Yep. Three of the most relevant ones came from Washington. Kyle Shanahan came from Washington. Sean McVay came from Washington. Matt LaFleur came from Washington. That's three coaches right there that just came from Washington. And the reason why I say that, hey, we have an eye for this, because these people came from different regimes. These all weren't the same. These all weren't under the same coaching tree. This was three different coaching trees, and yet we still get people out there. So we're giving people a chance here because we're like, yo, come on, man. We're that bad. We just need to give people a chance. And it's working out. And then when these people get good, we don't we don't have the eye to be like, hey, stay here. You can do good here, man. Let me get you a job here. No, we let them go. Same thing that happened with um uh, with Kyle Smith. So uh, Smith, for y'all don't know, um, he's down in Atlanta right now. Um, uh, I believe he has like a player personnel type position. Anyway, um, Smith was in charge of scouting for the Southeast region. Smith got us everybody on that D line. If you look at it, every almost everybody from my D line is from down south. Almost all of our good players are from down south. Like he knew how to scout talent, and he went up for that GM job, and they shut him down. And he left. I don't blame him for leaving either because he showed you that he could do the job. He did the job in a small market. Only difference between the GM and the scout is your scout is going to tell the GM more and then your GM is going to make decisions about the whole overall at that point. So if he could, if he did a great job of scouting, which he did, I mean, you look at that DI, you look at Payne, you look at Allen. He's the one that told him to take that risk on on sweat. No one uh, with the heart saying, hey, man, it's not, looking that, uh, it's not looking that big anyway. Go get him. Like, that's all Smith. And yet we didn't give him a shot. We went with Martin Mayhew and a whole bunch of other just weird old dudes down there. And it's just not working out because, again, all these people have systems and they want their – excuse me, they need this system to work because they need to be proven right, which is just – it's just bad. It's just bad. And it's showing throughout the season. We are in a rebuild where we're not rebuilding. Yeah, it's it's not as if, you know, you're – it's not as if he was behind, you know, an Ozzie Newsome. (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, so so it's it's not as if you know saying, oh, you know, well, well, you have George Allen here, he's real good, but it's you know, and he's like, you know, quote unquote legendary. But even that legend took some time, and it was under a different cap regime than what you have now. And and the cap is is integral um, to to your drafting. He because was under Bruce Allen, Bruce one of the worst Bruce GMs Allen, of all time. Yeah, <laughs> okay. well, well, Bruce Allen has done well in some places, but but not here. Oh yeah, yeah, the culture's damn good, as he says, but um. It it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it but isn't. but it's just such a different thing that that you have to um, uh, look at now. You know, there's only a few positions that you can afford to keep a guy for his you know for a long time in his career. Um, most of these other places, you know, these guys have one contract or or two maybe, but many of them you might have to sign them to that second contract and then trade them in the middle of that second contract or Correct. cut them. Because because of what you have to do, uh-huh. so, so that's the way that you have to manage uh, the cap now, and that's simply not what what uh, Allen was doing. He was trying to get these guys and 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 keep them in here, and so so they they, they should have you know they they should have kept that fella down um, in Atlanta as your guy because him being a scout. Uh, one of the good things about that is when that scout elevates, he brings his network with him. Correct. So so now all of a sudden. He has access to those college coaches, and he knows when those college coaches are making sense or not. Or, or since he's seen players before because he was grinding it out, he'll see when a guy who wasn't desirable because of some, because of some needed tweak in his game, he can see when that happens and other people won't. So he's that guy that can feast off of the third, fourth, fifth-round picks 
and get one of those and get an undrafted free agent that ends up becoming a starter every year. And that saves you a gargantuan amount of money. That's exactly run. what Belichick was doing. Um, like Belichick and uh, Nick Saban yeah. are like that. I mm-hmm. mean, like, like they joined at the hip. Uh, uh, part of my thinking of why they took Mac Jones is uh, he straight up went. Saban was like, yo, is he ready? Saban was like, hey, man, go ahead. And he took Mac Jones. I know people looking at it like, ah, oh, that's such a weird pick. Or like, you know, ah, like, you know, let's see what happens. I think Belichick and I think Belichick been looking at Mac Jones for three or four years. Yep. Like, straight, he was. Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 uh, like straight up. Um, we don't have that history yet. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I think it would have been good to have hired the young buck because, like I said, when you have that, you bring that um, with you. Um, also, he has um, better relationships a lot of times with the. Um, younger coaches in this league because, you know, as you know, over the past few years, there's been a gigantic move, youth movement um, toward the coaches in the NFL. And it's not just the head co- coaches. It's also, you know, you have a lot of you have a lot of uh, young coordinators. Absolutely. You know, who, who are around. So I think that that makes it, um, that, that, that just makes it better. You know, I know a lot of times everybody wants to act like, you know, well, yeah, you know, we have all these seasoned vets and there's a lot to be said for that, being one, you know. <laughs> I'm in my 50s. But that doesn't always mean that that's the best way to go because there are different things that, that you have to look at. You know, you can't afford to pay, you know, 20 guys on your team, you, you know, you know, $3 million or, or more every, every year. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't do that with all of them. I think something mm-hmm. like 80% of all NFL players are league minimum or barely above that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so with that in mind, you, you have to be able – to live off of the good guys, you know, who are who are lower down and know where to know where to spend your money and where to spend your draft picks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of you know you spend your money on your quarterbacks and maybe a receiver or two, but you spend your draft picks on your line. Speaking of our receivers, man, um, that leads back to why we're scoring so low. Um, we don't have any receivers out here, man. So right now, the Washington Football Team starting receivers are. Dayami Brown, whenever he comes back and he's healthy. Um, Cam Simpson's got back uh, from the hamstring injury. Um, geez, this is actually getting kind of hard. Uh, Curtis Samuel, who should be an IR. He's just taking up a roster spot. Um, and last but not least, Terry McLaurin, who is a stud, a star. And I feel like he's just wasting the way here again, man. Can't get out. Uh, well, he doesn't have time to run it to develop his roots. Um, like it's it's it really is looking like he's a stud on the team that it's like man, like dude, like sorry, sorry, <laughs> like 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 he looking like a uh, he's looking great. He's a top ten receiver in the league, just on a crappy team, and it's sad to see. Looks like Chris Evans before Tom Brady came went down there. Oh yeah, Mike Evans, yeah, yeah Mike yeah, Evans, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, food coma. Oh, uh, no, no, all, all good. Yeah, look at just like that, man. Like I said, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And again, uh, we had the ball late in the game yesterday. We got that forced fumble. Shouts out to Chase Young showing up again in times that are needed. Great heads up play by him. And then we straight up blew it. I mean, it was just a god awful ending for those last 24 seconds. It was just. It was painful. It was painful to watch, man. And we still couldn't score. Being being in being in the red zone again, 
no time to go, so you can really risk it all. Still couldn't even move the ball around. Like, still couldn't move the ball around, man. Yeah, and it just seemed as if they didn't have any plays to run. It just seemed like there was nothing in the playbook. No, the, 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 there was nothing in the playbook. They already gave up. Um, uh, like, the pass to Ricky Seals-Jones was just horrendous. I don't know what that was. Uh, the shot to the back of the end zone was terrible. It wasn't even a catchable ball. No, that was a throwaway. Um, that that uh, that was a throwaway. It's just just bad. It's a, it's yeah, a bad I don't think Heineke knew game. that that there was no time left. It's just, uh, and either that's a choke by him or he didn't get the right co- the right coaching call. But he but if you take a look at it, that was a throwaway pass. I'm I'm like. There's no way you can stand and tell me from the passes that we've already seen him make or attempt to make that he couldn't fit the ball, you know, within a 10-yard um, window, you know, from 40 yards away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so I just I, – I didn't get that – I didn't get that one um, at, at all. But, you know, but but to try to be positive with it, you know, one of the things that, that, that we still have to remember is that Haneke has to get over the uh, welcome to the NFL hump, as I like to call it. You know, when a lot of quarterbacks first come in or they first play for a while and the team doesn't have that much film with them, or, and, or even more importantly, they don't have that on-field experience with him, um, you know, sometimes your razzle-dazzle can go because they don't know, you know, your tells, you know, they, you, you know, they don't know your cadence, you know, they, you know, they don't know your, your throwing motion as well. But after they get to know you, um, then can you produce even with that? And for a lot of, you know, and that explains why so many quarterbacks have the sophomore slump because their first year, they're high and mighty, you know, and the second year to figure it out, and then they have to go become a quarterback instead of just a thrower. He's never had a completion percentage this season above 75%. Yeah, I know. There's there's, there's no way that you can win like that. Like, this is, there simply is no way that you can win like that, especially in this past catch and league. There's no way yeah. that you can win like that, man. I mean, it's hard. I mean, looking here right now, uh, the game, he was 24 for 39, 61.54 on completion percentage, 270 through the air, one TD versus two ints at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, QBR, we're looking at a 69.4. Um, he had 40 on the ground. I'll give him that. Uh, 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 it, it was just bad. It was just bad. Like, to... Yeah, like I was saying earlier, he didn't have he only had one three hundred yard game this season. And you're simply not going to do that well when you have that. And even with that, he didn't crack um seventy five percent. He was seventy three point nine that game. Correct. Like I said, it's just it's just it's just hard and like I don't Who does he think he is? The Eli Manning? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know what to do. I really, I really don't have an answer as to what is the solution for this. Um, I mean, I guess it's just time, man. They really got to give them time and just see uh, what they can do with how they can get better and just see if they get better throughout the season. Excuse me. Like, I really, the game I'm really looking forward to, uh, believe it or not, I'm looking forward to this last five-game stretch. Uh, we play Eagles twice, Cowboys twice, and Giants again. Um... Let's just see what happens to that. Yeah, well, Cowboys are looking legit, so I don't know what's going to happen um, with them. Um, and they're playing angry. Um, and um, the the Giants, I don't know what they're going to get with the uh, Giants again, but um, 
the the Eagles look like that they're imploding. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if their coach doesn't make it. I hope so. Um, I mean, like the Eagles are just in a – the Eagles are very interesting because they're not a sucky team. It's just nothing's meshing for them. Um, like either it's not winning. No, I don't, I don't think I think Jan, I think Jalen Hurts is not an effective quarterback because his his slump hit long, you know, much faster than Heineke's did. I, I think again, I, I think I think Hurts and Heineke just need time. Give them a full season. If you like it, you don't. Like I'm saying, um, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers' uh, record was his first year as a starter. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was six and ten. Yeah, it was, but for him, that that, that yeah, was hard. He, yeah, he was six and ten. Uh, I believe he is seven and one right now. So, um, uh, 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 you know, like Super Bowl MVP, everything behind him and every, all that. Sat on the bench for two years, you know, in and out. So, um, again, exactly. Um, that's what he was able to do. You're not able to do that now in the NFL. They 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 can't have a first round draft pick, you know, sit, sitting on a bench reading a book for the first two seasons. Uh not two seasons. Uh, Mahomes got one. Um, Mahomes got one behind mm-hmm. Alex Smith, and and we see the greatness in Mahomes, and we haven't seen a quarterback come to fruition like that since. Um, Josh Allen had a had a garbage season up there, had a garbage two seasons, man. Like like they were about to be in the outs for them, and then they finally got it together. So um, yeah, but the but the Washington team has a garbage twenty seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, so I mean, for, don't, don't forget, like Buffalo was not looking good for years. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. years, for years. Um, uh, but it's just hard. It's really hard watching it because I'm seeing expansion teams past us now, which is so hard. Like I'm seeing teams that were created after us having more success than us now. I.e. the Browns. I.e. the Ravens. Um, uh, <laughs> like like all these teams are having more success than us. I'm like, how is this happening? Like this is crazy. Um, yeah, and these are not. And it's not as if that these were story teams before they left. It's not like the Browns were doing well before Art before uh, Art Modell moved them. And so it's it's not as if that that Correct. that that they were you know on a cusp and it just uh-huh. needed a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, and it's not as if Snyder didn't have everything that he needed. It's not as if that he didn't have a winning tradition. It's not as if he didn't have a loyal fan base. It's it's not as if he didn't have. Um, the, the revenue generating uh, team, even though Washington is a smaller market, especially at that time, it was an extremely lucrative market. Mm-hmm. You know, Chargers. For God, yeah, yeah. For for God's sakes, he was he was able to he was able to be the first guy to charge for people to come to the um, training camp. the training camps, and um, and he got away with it. And so and, and so so when I look at this, I'm like, everything that you needed was there, in my opinion, except humility. Correct, correct. Um, and speaking about uh, charging for training camps, uh, so the NFL experience is one like no other. Um, it lasts all day. The only rival to the NFL experience is college football experience, and that's not a college football experience everywhere. That's a down south college football experience. That like that's the only thing that rivals an NFL uh, game day experience. It's maybe going to a Clemson game, South Carolina game. You're going to a Roll Tide game. You know what I mean? You're going to a uh, uh, to a FSU game, stuff like that. Like, those are just all-day events. You know, everybody's out. Everybody's wild. 
no matter what. Um, Washington has the worst game day experience out of all 32 teams in the NFL. I would agree. <laughs> they have the worst. I mean, I mean, it's in Landover. There's nothing around there. There's no, like, the parking situation is horrendous. It's, like, built up on a hill. So you literally got to walk down to walk back up to get into the stadium. Like, literally, you do have to go uphill both ways. All right, all right, when you get there. Yeah, I didn't even think about <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. You yes. got to go uphill both ways when you get yeah, there. Yeah, you have to <laughs> to pay $20 to park. 30 30 Yeah, that's right. It's 30 now. To pay $30 to park, you have to walk more than a mile. Correct. And then if you don't want to pay the 30 you got to pay 55 to 65 which for some reason is sold out, even though you know it's not sold out. They just don't want to sell it to you, which is crazy. Um, So, so they're like, oh, you need a game pass. You're like, Yo, you, like, I know you can get a credit card scanner here. I know you can. Like it's it's not especially with today's technology. I mm-hmm. work in tech. I know you can. Like it, like like that's ridiculous. And um and 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 again, this is the compounding frustration of you're losing off the field and on the field and on the field and off the field. It just keeps going back and forth and you just don't know where it is. Now they're talking about getting a new stadium soon and trying to figure out what a new stadium is going to be. I don't like you don't even deserve a new stadium. We're, like we don't deserve a new stadium. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's another thing that makes no sense. The, the fact that uh, Daniel Snyder wouldn't change the name of the team just long enough to not be able to move it into D.C. Correct. And now you want to move it out to Loudoun County where they're pretty much, you know, where they're two steps away from open rebellion. Correct, yeah. And so they already have the space there. So, so now you're going to move it from one place where the fans had to go a long way to get to the game to another place where the fans will have to go a long way to um, get to the game. And a much less interested crowd. Well, you, you probably bring a good chunk of your crowd with you for, for a while, and the reason why I say that is that a, is because a lot of folks, you know, in Loudoun, um, I don't think they're going to, um, you, you know, give up their, um, you know, their cricket <laughs> subscriptions to come to come see, you know, what Americans call football. Um, and, 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 I, and, and I just don't think that it's, I just, I just really don't believe that that it's a good idea. Um, although, to be honest with you, you know, COVID has reversed the re-urbaniz- you know, the urbanization of America. You know, because for a while you had a lot of people who lived in cities and they moved out of cities, and that's what made them drive to games. And um, but a lot of cities were reconcentrating mm-hmm. their sports programs. DC mm-hmm. being the best of all, because if they would have moved back to the old RFK Stadium, you know, as they rebuilt it, you know, DC would have been able to say, hey, all of our teams. Every team that says Washington plays in Washington. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. Also, forget the parking situation. Man, you just take the train to the game. Yeah. And then you beef up the metro system, which in turn, you beefing up mass transit, which in turn, you give back to the community, which it, it would have it been a great idea. Yeah. Well, or or, or idea. now, if you're paying $50 and, you know, for parking, you know, instead of, instead of walking, you know, three quarters of a mile uphill, you're going across the street. Correct. Correct. You know, because we've been there for, you know, for, for several games. And um, a couple of them were, the, were soccer games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before they built the stadium. So, so I, I, I really think that this is just a botch on um, so many levels. Even though, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily blame Snyder as much as I blame um, DC for the placement of the game, because I, I still don't think that that they had the moral right or business or, or business right to ask Snyder to give up the name in the way that they wanted him to give it up. 
I think with Snyder with the name, um, he went too deep into it for no reason. Um, here's what I'll say with Snyder and the name change. Uh, he said he'll never change the team name. Period. Not, yeah, just straight up never change the name. Uh, he swore that to the fans. Mikey said, okay. Nike is such a big sports conglomerate. Um, they do what they want. There's very few things that will change Nike's mind. I mean, for goodness sakes, we know these people got sweatshops, and I still buy. I, I still buy any jersey right now. I still buy a pair of Jordans right now. Yeah, that's why. It's kinda, all good. <laughs> I yeah. still buy them right. Yeah, now. That's, yeah, yeah. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I giggled at uh, <laughs> at, at Kaepernick, him uh, comparing um, the combine uh-huh. uh, to slavery, and uh-huh. I'm like, meanwhile. Your contract is with a company that oh, actually up, uses slave labor. No, no <laughs> doubt about it. Like I said, I caught them SBs twice on a Sunday. Um, and they were just like, you know what? We just don't like you. Yep. So, so, yo, I just don't want nothing to do with y'all. We're going to take y'all off the website. But if, but if 48 I'm not, hours later, change the, change the name. 48 hours later. Yep, but, but if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he buck? The trend, like like when they first went over to Nike, to Nike, he kept a Reebok or something like that. Like no, no, he like had the least switch. Okay, he switched over. Yeah, he switched All over. Right. But yeah, forty eight hours later, yeah, switch. No, no, no. I mean when when they switched the contract. Cause remember the NFL contract. Uh huh. Two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve yeah. season. Mm-hmm. All just things first season when they switched it over. Great switch, by the way. Um, jersey's gonna be better. Uh, <laughs> I was never a fan of the Reebok, uh, situation. Ah, uh, then we had like that weird Puma year. It was just. Yeah, like NFL didn't have they act together for like years when it came to jerseys, and now yeah. they finally got the Nike contract, and it's a okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just so a Snyder doesn't change the name until Nike takes him off, then he changes the name. Okay, cool. Lied to a whole fan base, got you again. Kept it going. Like I said, like it's like the twenty fortieth, fifteen thousandth lie, or whatever. All right, cool. So he does that. Now we're trying to find a new name change. Then we get hit with the Beth, Beth Wilkinson case. Now we're still trying to find a new name change while trying to go through a sexual harassment lawsuit, while losing on the field, while not having a starting quarterback, while your coach is going through cancer. Okay. Coach comes back from cancer. Alex Smith comes back. Great story. Um, Goes to the playoffs. Loses in a very close game in the first round to the Super Bowl champions in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cool. Comes back this season. Some emails get leaked. Somehow Gruden get fired. <laughs> um, Bruce Allen's not here. Still had the effects of him. We're two and six going into the bye. Um, <laughs> uh, found out about some hush money I was trying to be paid to to these people. Um, not in a great cap space either. Not in a great cap space. Ticket prices going up. Uh, uh, attendance record as low as can be. Uh, <laughs> um, I just. It's just hard to be a fan, man. It's really hard to be a fan right now. It's still hard to be a fan. And like I said, we going on 20-plus 20, 20 years of this now. Oh, trust me. I know your pain. I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. But but the Knicks had a good run last year. The Knicks, the Knicks are getting it together. We're going to see what happens this season. But no they had chip. a good run last no year. No chip. No chip in half century. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they had a good run last year. They had a good run. Okay. Um... I don't, I don't know when the end is coming, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that every episode. I don't know when the end is coming. I mean, looking at this game, looking at the way we lost to the Broncos, the way that we lost to the Broncos, I can't tell you when the end is coming. 
Yeah, and it doesn't seem as if there's any call for accountability anymore either. No, it just is like a lost season. It just is like a straight-up lost season, which is crazy. No, but the thing is that when when you have a lost season, then what you do is that you you start getting rid of what you know you don't want back. And then you start uh, tinkering with what may be the successful formula in the future. And there's and is none of that. You, you know, like, like, like Rivera doesn't even seem angry anymore. And this is a guy who's known for, you know, he's a player's coach, of course, but he's not yeah. a good loser. Correct. He's not a good loser, but it seems like he's becoming a better loser. Ashburn will make you do that, man. Yeah. I don't even blame him. I don't even blame him, bro. That's just that's that's yeah. just that's just Ashburn right there. Yeah, and, that, and that's just I don't think that that's that that doesn't bode well. Let's put it that way. I right. see very few times when you have somebody who's who's um who who's just you know okay and lucid with going through all of this and and everything and and it turns around. That tends to not be of what happens. Usually, you can point to stuff. You can say, "Hey, you know, yeah, sure, this didn't happen. This this you know we didn't win this week, but." You know, his his line kept him clean. That's something good to build on. Or, you know, the um, receivers, um, you know, may may need to have to do a better job with pulling in the balls. In other words, the balls yeah. are getting there, and they may not be doing that. Or a guy may may have a bad game. Or you can have a bad call or two because it's not as if it's it's not as if the the NFL refs are the best thing, you know, on two feet. So Correct. you know, so 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 I just don't I. I don't know where it's going to uh, come from either. I got a funny feeling. Don't I got a funny feeling? Don't be surprised if somehow uh, Snyder gets pressured to um, giving up the team. Um, yo, shouts out to Bezos. Let me get that prime with it. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yo, Amazon <laughs> Field. That's what I said. Yo, yo, Bezos, or come by the team. Yo, if you sell, please come by the team. Make the team public. Sell stock in the team. I'm all here for that. I would love that if you do that. Like I said, give Prime away with every ticket purchase. Like, come on, man. Like, like I'm here for it. Everybody in the DMV is going to get same-day shipping on every package. I'm with it. Like, I'm <laughs> with it. I'm with it, Bezos. Yo, come on. Come on, Jeffrey. Like, I need it. I need it. Um, <laughs> Like, like yo, I want, I want Bezos to put up six bill. I want to see Snyder put up six bill. I know you can't. You're going to have to fall down. Lay with a chisme lay. Hey, yo, just get out of here, man. I mean, like, it's just it's just so bad. And and, and our cra- crazy part is we're talking about damn. But Tanya don't want supposed to be in the day-to-day operations. Well. <laughs> she she the one supposed to be in the day-to-day operations. Well. And yet, and yet, and yet we still talk about Dan Gotti. Because we know what it is. Again, I, again you were talking about accountability starts from the top. This man just gets off. Like I said, this is Dan Gotti. Dan Gotti will never be held accountable. Dan Gotti, the Teflon Don of the NFL, man. Like, like I mean, I mean, rape charges roll off of him like water. Like, like, like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know how this keeps happening. Like, it's a crazy team. It's a crazy team. So, so you, you want to know what's crazy? All right. Um, uh, Urban Myers, the coach of Jacksonville, gets caught getting grinded on by some twenty-something. Uh, I hope twenty-something-year-old. Uh, 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 College um, Becky. Shit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In a in a saloon club, whatever you want to call that type of stuff. All right, doesn't reflect bad. You know, reflects bad on his character. Poor judgment. Blase, blase. All right, cool. Get back out. Although he's just acting like a typical man. Uh, I will say, 
You might are you married, bro? You can't be like that. Yeah, I know. Um, don't put it on film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you married, man. Like I said, if you're single, I ain't got no problem with that, bro. Like, yeah. do you? But yo, you married, bro. Come on, respect the sanctity. But um, I ain't gonna say how to run your life. But yeah, so like, sorry, he get caught doing this. All right, man, get back to the field, try to win the game, and I believe they won one after that. Yeah, they did. I believe <laughs> I believe they won one after that. So all right, cool. I said back to win again. Win, win it cares all. It really does. Correct. All right. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. Let's see who else is just bad in the league right now. Giants. Um. um yeah. Giants are bad, right? And the Giants have less of a reason to be bad than than the football team. Correct. Um. Who else? Oh. A, a, a Detroit. I believe it's like 0-7, 0-8 now. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But 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 when you but when you look at them, they're huh. very they, close games. Like, yes, they're they're trying. They're they look fighting. they look better winning no games. Correct. Than a football team does winning Correct. winning the. All these teams I named in have a worse record than the Washington football team, and yet we hear so much less about them because they can handle off the. Uh, there's no issues off the field. It really is on the field. We need to figure out what we're doing off the field. Just go home. It's all about football. Yet we we don't have that here. Like I said, it's a it's a it's donkey cheeks on the field. It's even bigger donkey cheese off the field, man. It's just a ridiculous team. And, man, I wish. Look, if you're making a choice right now, whether you want to be a Washington football team fan or you want to be a Ravens fan, go on to the Ravens, bro. It's right up 95. And oh, Cowboys fan. There's a lot of Cowboys fans around here. Uh, yeah. Like, like look, look, the Cowboys will let you down. I will let you know that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to break your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> um, um, uh, but, yo. Yo, go go to the Ravens if you're making that decision. If you already made that decision and you watch a football team fan like myself, bro, hold hold on. Hold on. Hold on for dear life, man. Please. Cause it's it is going to get worse. Okay? It is going to get worse. Now when we start winning, don't I wanna I don't wanna hear nobody say that we was bandwagoners out here, because y'all know where we came from. But dog, I do not know when we gonna start that winning streak, man. I I like I said, I do not know, man. Like it starts with that QB. And even when we get that QB, it's gonna be two to three years after that, man. It's just, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, cause it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Don't, don't be surprised when Dallas is twelve, um, is like thirteen. Um, I'm sorry, no, let's say they're eleven and eleven and three, you know, and it's already a wrap. You know, then Washington goes on a three or four game win, uh, winning streak. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's that that. that that's the type of thing that a team like this will do, uh-huh. and they'll do just enough to get people to uh, tease them to come to the games. But, but, but actually, what what I think is that the critical mass has already been hit. Oh yeah, like, like I said, there is no uh, the teasing period is over. Ain't nobody coming to these games no more, man. Like, they're barely eking out 50k in the game now. Yeah, and that's now is that booked attendance or is that the number of tickets sold? Uh that's booked attendance. Okay. That's booked attendance. So we'll see what that is. Sorry for any feedback. It's my dog climbing up for me right now. Um, uh, uh, good boy, Zeus. Yeah, he um, doesn't like the microphones getting more attention than him. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Shout out to the dog. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just crazy right now, man. Like I said, I just I just want to see us win, man. I just don't know when the next time it's gonna happen. But yeah, hey, it's, it's not it's not easy being an NFC East fan right now. Nah, nah, man. We, uh, we might need to start calling this podcast an NFC lease, man. Uh, it's, a, it's, a ter- it's a terrible time in the division. Yeah, yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah. And this is with the NFC dominating. Correct. 
you, you know, I, I, I don't see I don't see any AFC team really giving. Not at all, not at all. This is the first time ooh, in, a, in a minute. Yeah, because before before you had the one-two combo of Peyton and Brady over there, uh, so it's like the first time in a while mm-hmm. we've seen the NFC just be a straight juggernaut. And it's funny, it's still with Brady. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, and that's one of the things that really bothers me about the football team because, you know, that they're, they're – it's like I said, it's not as if they're just – coming in and getting 50 burgers dropped on them by, by all of these good teams. You know, there's, there's some stuff there, but there's clearly, you know, they clearly are their record. You know, Bill, Bill Parcells Correct. used to say, he used to be, he used to, ha- he used to express disdain when reporters would ask him, you know, do you feel that you're better than your record or whatever? And, and he would just say, he said, you're not better or worse than your record. You are your record. And I really do believe that the football team is their record this year. Yeah. Shout out to the Jersey boy of, uh, Parcells, man, we see you out here, man. Uh, yo, Parcells, yo, if you ever want to come coaching, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, bro. Like, just I need, I need some of that Jersey boy just to come up here and just and, and just get it in the football team because it's looking bad. Some of that Navy tradition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, OG Thomas, thank you very much for being on today, man. Well, thank you for having. Uh, me. no problem. It means a lot. It means a lot. Um, again, y'all, this is the Big Moose Thomas podcast. Uh, I got OG Thomas here, and I'm your boy, Big Moose Thomas. Uh, I'll see y'all on the next one, man. Peace.